Nothing makes you more self-conscious than listening to yourself talk. <laughs> well, as mentioned earlier, what is really self-conscious is watching yourself be recorded on Audacity and <laughs> being mesmerized by watching yourself be recorded on Audacity. And then you made this pre prescient observation that there's probably a German word for that. <laughs> <laughs> And well, we went from there. But we won't reiterate that no. today. We don't have to. No. But, okay. But what are we going to talk about today? What we are talking about today... We're going to talk about some cool mobile apps built with Delphi. Yes. People are always looking for mobile applications built with Delphi, FireMonkey, that kind of thing. And we're going to go through a few of them for you here. Just to point out uh, that... FireMonkey is a very capable platform, and uh, you can build cool applications with it. Yep. Although, actually, this isn't on our list, but I just am so excited about it. I just found out yesterday, I talked to the architect that designed the software that controls the lighting at Niagara Falls. Seriously? It, it's all written in Delphi. How did you find this out? <laughs> he sent us a message to our, through our social account on Facebook. Oh, wow. Okay. And he, he sent a link to a video that talks about all the hardware and how it all works. Apparently, they just launched this fairly recently. It's this huge, uh, they have all these RGB LEDs that shoot across the falls and light them all up and looks really That's cool. That's cool. And he said that the back end is written in, in VCL application and the front end is a FireMonkey application. Well, that is very cool. So now all those people standing in front of the... Uh, Niagara Falls are going to be watching a Delphi app in action. Yes, they are. That's a lot of people. It is. I was just there a couple of years ago, and I need to look at the time I was there when they launched this new system because I may have may have just missed it or just seen it right as it was launched. It was one of the two. Well, you know, I I live close enough that I could take like a weekend, like a fam weekend family trip. So maybe I'll have to do that just to, to see the Delphi app to brag that. about it. Make a little video of it and interview, you know, showing yourself and talking about how cool it is and stuff, and then we can. I bet if I called that guy up, he'd give me a behind the scenes look. That'd be even more awesome. Well, he lives in New Zealand. Oh well, never mind. But he might know somebody there that worked on it or something like that. <laughs> that would be cool. That would be really cool. But yeah, that would be cool. We'll do that later. So okay. let's talk about some mobile apps because that was not technically a mobile app. I don't think it's just a uh, a GUI front. No, I think that that sounds pretty fixed in location. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, it, you I see, we can count. Fire Monkey does. Fire Monkey app. Yeah, it is a Fire Monkey app, and the um, at Disneyland, all the FastPass stuff is also a Fire Monkey desktop app. I guess the FastPass user interfaces. Yeah, but so, we're not allowed to say that. We're, we're not allowed to say that. Oh, oh well. Well, we can get away with it. It, it, it. It's been said before, but there's no official case studies. <laughs> Okay. So Shh, don't write it don't down. It's okay to talk about, but don't write it down anywhere. <laughs> don't tell anyone. That's right. Shh. Shh. Okay. Um, but yes, there are many, many excellent uses of FireMonkey out there. Let's talk about some of them. What's the first one? Uh, sound Juke. Sound Juke. Yeah, this is a cool. This is a kind of a cool app. This works like if you're in a bar and you want to pick the music and 
you can use the you can use your sound juke app to pick the music in your bar or restaurant or whatever, right? Isn't that right. how that works? Yeah, exactly. So you install the sound juke app, and when you go into a bar or restaurant, you can pull out the app and it'll tell you if the restaurant you're in or bar you're in supports it. And then it has like, hey, these are the upcoming songs, and you can vote songs up, at request songs, and stuff like that, all right there from the app. And so it's it. You know, gives you this interactive ability to request songs from a DJ, except it's all automatic from the SoundJuke app. And so, this is like on the App Store for iOS and Android. Correct. Is that correct. Yes. Yeah. So you would install it. The Play Store and the App Store. Yeah. And you'd walk into a place of business, like a restaurant or bar, and they'd have a little sticker on the door that says. Hey, we use SoundJuke, and you'd say, "Oh, great!" And you pull it out, and it uses your location to figure out which restaurant you're in, and then you can start making requests for songs and stuff. And this is built with Delphi and FireMonkey. Yep. Wow, that's excellent. Yeah. What an excellent example of a powerful, capable app. Yeah. Built with sound, our our tools, SoundJuke. I like that. Yeah, by by Trend I like Music. It already. Yeah, it it actually got a really nice user interface. That was really really nice to look yeah, at. Yeah, it looks great. You can go to soundjuke.com and uh, look at it there. It's kind of cool. Yeah, I like it. This makes me happy. <laughs> There's one thing I found going through a lot of the different apps I see written with with our products is a lot of them. It's kind of the app is kind of the front end for something more complex. So in this case, think about a, you know a whole lot of infrastructure behind the scenes, probably also sure. in Delphi. But SoundJuke well, is this nice, better. exactly <laughs> this nice front end that it, you know gets that done for the users. That's awesome. I like that. Very cool app. The next well one done. here. The next one here is EarMaster. Oh, this which, now this I've seen. As a matter of fact, I met the right the author of this application. Oh, you did? At, yeah, he's Danish, right? Yeah. Yeah, I met him at the Daypug user group, and he showed it to me, and I was like totally blown away that he did this in FireMonkey. It's beautiful. Yeah, it is. It's an, it's an amazing application. Yeah. So the, he, the original app was developed with uh, Delphi on Windows. Uh-huh. And then he was able so he was able to share ninety percent of the code between the Delphi Windows app, the uh, Mac OS app, and the FireMonkey app on the mobile on iOS nice. iPad. Nice. I think it was about ninety percent of the code. Which that's that's one of the things that's really cool is you can reuse that code because that's something you don't see in a lot of other uh, options out there for being able to reuse code most of the time. Well, if, it's you, like, if you design correctly, it'll work. You can do that. Yeah. Separate your concerns, Jim. That's right. Only, exactly. It seems like I heard someone talking about that before. I wonder where you've seen that before. <laughs> nobody nobody ever talks about that enough. But separate your concerns. Separate your concerns. Earmaster is really cool. It's about music theory, like uh, being right. able to recognize uh, notes and hold a tune. So it's it's for piano or any musical instrument as well as singing and stuff like that. Yeah. And I am, if you know me, you know I'm notorious for not being able to sing. That's like my trademark. <laughs> and I downloaded Earmaster, and it has a little thing. It's like um, it plays a tone, and then you have to sing it back. And it will tell you how well you did on the uh, matching the tone. So how did you do? I, actually, it, I started out really bad, but after a little bit, I was actually doing pretty good. My wife was like, couldn't believe 
that I was actually able to <laughs> hold a, hold a note for a little bit on there. She was pretty excited, actually. So my dad's completely tone deaf like that too. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah he can't carry a tune to save his life. So it's one of those things. If I can learn to carry a note with that, then that's pretty impressive. So definitely, if you're interested in it, it's free to download. The iPad app is. And then what they do is they have other app, other lessons you can buy. So there's a number of lessons that are free, but then if you want to get really serious about it, you can buy these other lessons add-on, which I think is a great model for a mobile app like that. Okay, very cool. And that's written in FireMonkey. It is written in FireMonkey. He uses the... It's uh, beautiful. Yeah, I've seen it. It's really gorgeous. It's a very beautiful application. It is. He uses the TMS, the what is it, ICL, the native controls, iOS native controls. Ah, okay. Very good. Yeah. And some custom FireMonkey controls both in there. So Nice. I, I love that about, about FireMonkey and Delphi is that you can use these native controls if you want to, or you can use the FireMonkey mm-hmm. controls and... Or and some of the fire monkey controls are native controls, so it, it really gives you this maximum flexibility to really do whatever you want to do with your user interface. Very cool, very good. Yeah, take a look at that. Um, where it was a cool app winner. It right? was a cool app winner, correct? Cool app winner, con, con, cool app contest winner. Excellent. So, Pocket slip is another one. This one's pretty cool. It's out of South Africa. Oh, and yeah? Okay. It's they're wanting to get rid of the receipts we get when we go shopping. Oh, my goodness. Is that not the biggest waste of time? We were talking about this earlier. <laughs> okay, I, I got to do the Wawa. If you okay. haven't experienced a Wawa, then you you need to come out east into the Pennsylvania, eastern Pennsylvania area and go to a Wawa. A Wawa is sort of like a very amazingly nice 7-Eleven. And uh, they have like these little computer kiosks that you can order sandwiches, custom-made, handmade sandwiches, and everything. And it's just an amazing experience. And you know, I seek out Wawa's when I need gas because I love going to Wawa. But they always ask you, "Do you want your receipt?" No. And then they don't print your receipt. Like you, my favorite is when they say, "Do you want your receipt?" And you go, "No." And then they print it out and throw it away. Yeah, <laughs> that was a waste. So these pocket slip guys say that one tree is 6,500 receipts. So I'm guessing that Wawa's across the eastern, mid-east, middle, mid-Atlantic, eastern seaboard save probably 10 or 20 trees a day. I'm serious because they just, you know, don't, nobody wants your, who, nobody's going to return a donut. Right? Exactly. So you, don't need, you don't need your receipt. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm going to, I want my receipt for this can of Coke and a donut. Yeah, okay. <laughs> So pocket slips taking this to the next level, right? So sometimes you're shopping and you want your receipt. You know, you bought some clothes or you bought a gift for somebody. But you don't want to keep track of the paper receipts because that's a pain in the keister. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm always cleaning receipts out of my wallet. And I'm like, I don't even know why I saved this one. Or, yeah. Receipts for medical care, receipts for work, receipts for your business, receipts for this. Yeah, it's yeah. crazy. Yeah, and frequently the the, uh, the thermal paper they use. So the thermal paper is not recyclable that they use in most receipts. Yeah. And the paper, it also loses its ink after a while. Yeah, it, and that's really crazy. It's so just, it, it's a bad system. So Pocket Slip, the idea is that you have an app, the Pocket Slip app installed in your phone, and if the retailer supports it, they just send the receipt straight to your phone where you immediately file, or in the cloud, actually, and you file it and you have access to it. And that's so a great idea. It automatically does all the filing of receipts by category, and... Um, <clears throat> 
That's absolutely fantastic. Makes it searchable. It's just like, I don't know why someone didn't think of this before. Yeah. Well, this is definitely one of those why didn't I think of that apps. Yeah, exactly. Every time I come up with a good idea, I just immediately dismiss it because I know somebody else has already thought of it. Yeah, well, you never know. You You think, oh, I got this great idea. And then you find out somebody already did it. Although frequently I find out, if I find out someone already did it, they usually didn't do it right. (laughs) Well, that may be. And then you can do it better. That's true. There's always room for better. There is. In the marketplace. So Pocket Slip, actually CNN has a uh, little blurb about Pocket Slip. Oh, uh, I bet that was good for business. Yeah. Pretty exciting. I'd love to see this. I'm not sure if it's outside of South Africa yet or not. It probably is. But I can't wait to see this just spread everywhere because receipts are so annoying. Yep. You can take a picture. Google Google Docs will take a picture of your receipt, but then you still have a receipt. And you're still not saving a tree. Yeah, you're still killing trees. It's not recyclable. like some some places will email you the receipt, but then you got to type your email address into their little, you know, trans, little transaction thing there, and that's no fun either. And then you have to s- move it to the email to the receipts folder, and then you have to search for oh, it later. Yeah, yeah, so yeah. yeah, this is just so much better. I, I I agree. This is great, and it's written in Delphi and FireMonkey. Delphi and FireMonkey, yeah. Cool. It uses FireDeck as well, which is always excellent. FireDeck is such a cool data access framework. <laughs> it's it's the world's premier best data access framework. That's that's what I say. Yeah, it is. it's the best. It's, there is no one better. I'm sorry, I don't care about your puny <laughs> little JDBC ODBC system. FireDeck is the best. Yeah, I I really really like it. There's so many features in FireDeck that in the past I wished I could have, and FireDeck's like, oh yeah, no problem. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Yep. But pocket slip. Pocket slip, yes. Check it out. All right. I'll so have to get that. I'll we have, have to see if we can get that at the Wawa. Get that at the Wawa, that's right. Yeah. Make Wawa uh, even you better. Think I'm, you think I'm kidding about the Wawa, but if you went into a Wawa, you would go, Nick, you are so right. Okay, so next time you go to the Wawa, take your phone and do a little video, you know. Uh, okay, done. This is Nick that's going a, to Wawa's. This is what Wawa's is like. That's a great idea. I will. I will do that. I will okay. make. I will make a little video and put it on Facebook. I'll right. do it. Or maybe I'll go live at a Wawa with Facebook. There you go. Go live on Wawa. Wawa. Yes. All right. I'm t- uh, consider that done. And then I'll do Fast Eddies because we have Fast Eddies here. I don't, it does not fast quite. Fast Eddies. Not quite the same as Wawa's, but it's pretty nice. Well, I'd like to hear see about Fast Eddies. You were telling me about that earlier. I'd like to see what's going on with the Fast Eddies. So make a video and put it up. I will. I was so I was at Fast Eddies last couple weeks. Was it two weeks ago? We were talking about Amazon Echo and the Google Home. They had yeah, an Amazon so, yeah. Echo at Fast Eddies for sale. For sale or for use? For sale. Oh. At the checkout, it's one of those impulse items right by the check stand. They had an Amazon Echo. Forty nine dollar like, impulse item. There you go. <laughs> I'm like, that's, that's awesome. so cool. And the checker's like, what is it? I don't even know what it is. <laughs> so like, what? Okay, we're going we're gonna to totally derail this. What is a Fast Eddie's? Is a Fast Eddie's a convenience store? It is. It's a convenience store, but it's a it's it's kind of like a, a high-end convenience store, I guess you could say. I don't know. It's hard to describe, but they have like a much wider selection of stuff than you would normally see at a convenience store. And they have like 
really nice uh, higher end products and stuff like that. I know they wow. I know they have craft beers by the Groller and all that stuff. Which, yeah, see here in Pennsylvania, you can't sell beer at a convenience store, which is not not convenient. <laughs> That'd be an inconvenience, yeah. <laughs> all right. Anyway. Moving right along, Moving right given along. that we only have 30 minutes. <laughs> yeah. So the next two, actually, uh, Switchboard and then Mind Glow are both by Joe Sansalone, the same yeah. guy. Uh, yeah. They're both kind of kind of cool. Switchboard is a, it's kind of cool. It's a, it's a networked mobile phone enterprise system. Yeah. So the idea is you, your phone becomes the interface to this phone system, your smartphone does. Oh my goodness! And so it gives you the ability to have multiple incoming lines, multiple outgoing lines, transfer calls, uh, play background music, uh, join calls together, like everything you'd ever want to do in a phone system. But it's all right there in your smartphone. And if you've ever had one of those like crazy smart office smartphone systems that has all those buttons on it, or not smartphone systems. Yeah. But, you know, it has all those buttons. It's like, I don't know what buttons do, but this one, because it's a smartphone, right, it can just expands the UI as it needs to and has exactly what features you want to have. And, it, it, yeah, it looks it looks beautiful on the uh, video that he has for it. Very, very exciting to see. So do we have show notes? Are we sophisticated enough yet to have show notes? We we do on the at the Delphi.org, and then also on Community, I'll have a link to, or links ah. to all these on there, so well, you can go out and watch them. I was going to say we should put links to these YouTube account, YouTube videos because that's the way to see how these apps really work, and to demonstrate the fact that they're that you can write cool apps with and cool, powerful, capable applications with FireMonkey. Yeah. Yep. It sometimes uh, some of these I get the uh, impression when I'm talking to the developers that it's like they like FireMonkey because it means they don't have to uh, it doesn't become a stress point to make the mobile app you know what I mean it's like they right, have right. they have this idea for a business or for a solution or something like that and it's like well we need a mobile app and it's like well we'll just do it in FireMonkey and it's done on iOS and Android and it also runs on Windows and Mac OS 10 and you know it it just makes it a non-issue for them <laughs> to get that done so the stress of having to do one app twice in two different languages is Two different systems, two different frameworks, is high. Yes, the stress of doing it once in one framework is low. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. And so the other one Joe has here is Mind Glow, which I've Mind seen systems Glow. like this before. I like, no, I just like I just like the name Mind Glow. Yeah. So it's one of those things that it. it plays is like the Niagara Falls thing except for your brain. It turns your brain and makes your brain change color? Basically, yeah. <laughs> it, <laughs> it uses it produces uh, uh, special audio tones to help you control your uh, mental state. So your brain, there's the idea is what is it? Uh, audio entrainment or something like that? Yeah. Audible entrainment? Okay. And the idea is that if you, certain tones can cause your brain uh, so your brain has brain waves right and so the idea is if you play certain tones that go and you listen to those tones can change your uh, mental state by uh, causing your brain to entrain onto those audio uh, signals 
Sounds kind of mystic. Yes, so it's a meditation tool used to induce different brain states. Wow, okay. So I've seen in the past where you could buy CDs, audio CDs, that had different... Uh, of different these different tones on it, so the idea you use them for like meditation or whatever. I know I got to check this out. Now he's built one that's an app that's interactive, and so you just select. Oh, I want to do this and this and this, and it runs. <laughs> it produces those audio tones for you, so that you can. Uh, I like his uh, his website project one ca. Yeah, I thought that was pretty creative too. <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty outstanding. I need to nail down unit1.com. I wonder if that's available. <laughs> Unit1.paz.com. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> that's terrible. Sorry. That's, that's fine. I got a soft track again. <laughs> uh, you know what? That's probably enough. There's still a few more on this list here, but we went to a couple tech tips here as well. Yeah. At least one. At least you one. You have a tech tip. You I, have a tech tip. I, I do don't think a tech I, tip. I'm not quite prepared enough to have a tech tip. Maybe I can come up with one in the next. You do your tech tip, Jim. All right. So my tech tip of the week is the um, dynamic appearance in the list view item list view. So in FireMonkey, the list view is the new component that was introduced in FireMonkey. It's a more uh, powerful, dynamic version of the T-list box. So the T-list box is great. We, just, we, we use it on Windows all the time to list items. But list views, a more powerful, more flexible version that's also much faster scrolling for mobile apps. So there is a new feature added, the dynamic appearance, that lets you customize the items in the list view. And so you can right-click on it and say toggle design mode, and it shows you excuse me, shows you all the little bits, right? The name, the or the, the main item text and the subtext and then there's optionally an image. And you can customize that. You can resize them. You can add more. You can say, I want two images and I want three texts and whatever you want to do and customize all of that. And then you right. toggle it back from design view and that you've just created what your list item is going to look like. So it's really a really powerful way to create complex uh, items in this list view very, very easily, very easily. It's really kind of cool to play with to do that and uh, the level of flexibility it gives you. But the reason I wanted to point it out is because it's not very obvious because you have to uh, change the uh, change the item appearance to dynamic appearance and then right-click and say uh, toggle design mode. And then you can go in there and uh, tweak it. So that's my tech tip of the week is you use the uh, T-list view in FireMonkey and dynamic appearance and toggle design mode to uh, customize it to your heart's content. Excellent. And I have a tech tip now. I thought right. of one. And it's it's only in, I think it's only in Seattle and above. But just another reason to upgrade for you, for you fine customers out there. Um, and that is, you know how when you're in a presentation and you're giving a presentation and you want your font size to get bigger so people in the back can see your font up on the screen? Right, exactly. And then usually you'd, you'd have to go, you know, tool you have to go uh, tools environment options and then hunt around for the place where it check the setting and then that's the way I used to have to do it and then you got smart and you used IDE insight but even faster now is you can use control plus and minus on your keypad on the numbers keypad numpad to make the font in your 
you and your uh, editor get bigger and smaller. You know, I forgot about that, so I'm glad you I'm mentioned not making that. that. I'm not making that up. That's a real deal. <laughs> that is, I remember that now that you mentioned it. That's a really cool feature. And it's uh, it's really nice when you're doing demos in particular, but sometimes if you want to get a better read, you're you're an older guy like me, and you get a you want to see the code up a little closer, you can uh, just do that real quick, and then send it back with the minus key. Unfortunately, it has to be on your keypad. So if you've got a laptop without a num numpad, you can't do it. That that's why I forgot about it because I've been on a laptop forever and I don't have a number pad. I should get you an extra little on, pad just for that. You've been on a Mac, which is the problem. Yep, yep. <laughs> just kidding, Mac users. Just kidding. Not really. <laughs> just kidding, Mac users. Not really. <laughs> you know, I can safely say that Windows and Mac are pretty much at parity, in my opinion. They're, I agree with you. There's pros and cons to each of them. And it's fun to pick on one or pick on the other, but I would say honestly, they're pretty much at parity. There's, it comes down to it's like a, a vanilla ice cream versus chocolate ice cream. Honestly, uh, everybody likes vanilla. Nobody likes chocolate jam, or at least reasonable people <laughs> like vanilla. That's right. <laughs> All right, very good. Two tips. Two tips. And a bunch of cool apps that you can build with FireMonkey. Yeah, and if you live live near Niagara Falls, go check it out and know that those cool lights you're seeing are all powered by Delphi. And if you live in eastern Pennsylvania region and then also down in the Jacksonville area, go to Wawa. You'll, you won't regret it. But, of course, if you live here, you already know about Wawa. That's right. <laughs> well, and, and you know what? I'm going to go out to one more thing here. Miniature Wonderland in Germany. I've never actually been there, but I've seen lots of videos about it. Yeah. That that's all powered by Delphi as well. Did you know that? I did not know that. And yes. I've seen pictures of that place. It is the world's largest uh train miniature train setup. And yeah. it's like I'm sure it's probably a hundred times bigger than the next one. <laughs> it is so huge. <laughs> they got like a full working airport and everything. It just boggles the mind how huge it is. The largest uh tourist attraction where it's at in the city it's in and I don't remember the city it's in because I just thought of this offhand here right. uh, but it is huge and just amazingly complicated and it's all run off a Delphi application and people say Delphi can't do things what is wrong with what is wrong with people it, it's running an f- actual airport there <laughs> is that the one where the little plane comes flying through like the little uh, curtain yeah, and then lands. Yeah, I saw a video of that the other day. Yep, that's miniature Wonderland. It's all run by Powered Delphi. By Delphi, and just for for fun, Daniel Wolf. He's one of our MVPs. He's the I'll probably get his title wrong, but I believe he's in charge of all the software development there. Oh, and okay. He recompiled it in Starter Edition just to see if he could, and it did. <laughs> so Delphi Starter Edition has enough power to run. Uh, airports and tr- uh, air- airports and trains and cars. Let's not let the word get on that, Jim. Shh. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. <laughs> but yeah, we do have a license uh, agreement to protect us against that. Theoretically. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So starter editions for a, uh, non-commercial hob- use. Yeah, non-commercial hobby type usage. Yes. 
So. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> Don't go running your business on on uh, Starter. But nevertheless, power is what I think when I think of Delphi. Capability. Right? Yeah. Yep. I mean, look at all these cool apps we talked about today. All written in Delphi. All written in FireMonkey. I mean, what, what do you want? I don't know. Okay. I'm done. You're I've done. ranted enough. <laughs> all right. <laughs> next, next week is our IoT boot camp. So everybody come out and join us for that. That's going to be a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, we're going to show off uh, Arduinos and Internet of Things devices, Bluetooth, Wi-Fi connectivity, RAD server, YAML, Swagger. We're actually going to build clients in C Sharp that are going to talk to a RAD server back in to control Arduino devices. And I mean, it's just going to be that everything. That sounds very cool. Yeah. <laughs> I, we've been in meetings talking about all the stuff, and uh, Craig's doing uh, day three and day four, and he's talking about it. I'm like, I, I just want to watch Craig's sessions. I don't want to do mine anymore. These sound too cool. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so that we're, sounds good. We're teaming can you sign up. Sign up for that? I am signed up for that. Is it? Can anybody sign up for the boot yes, camp? Anybody can sign up for the boot camp. Where would they go to do that? They would go to embt.co slash iot bootcamp 2017. Wow, we even it even has its own shortened URL. It does, and if you forget that, just go to community.marketero.com, and you will certainly see it. Uh, somewhere around there on the page. Now, do you have to page. sign up to you know jump on the go to meeting kind of thing? Is that how it works? Exactly. So we're using go to webinar. Go to webinar, of course. Yep. Yes. Oh, very good. I just noticed it got pushed down off the uh, featured list. I better push it back uh, up again. Better push it back up. So much stuff going on. We got our cool apps co- or a cool apps competition and our T-shirt contest going on right now. Okay. And uh, I want to wear the T-shirt from the winning entry. The NASA API contest and that's cool too. Yeah, that's pretty cool. You know the this is another little fun tidbit about Delphi. The first astronaut to vote in a U.S. election from space used an app written in Delphi. Do you mean to tell me Delphi left the planet? Delphi has left the planet. Wow. What was it? The Cassini probe recently was like a couple years ago. The, yeah. All the Q and A QA software for that was written in Delphi as well. I tell you, it just never ends. <laughs> never, it never ends. It never ends. What are you going to do? All, All right. right, Jimmy. We'll uh, sign it off for one more week. It was good talking with you, Nick. And take All care. Right. See you, too. you. Talk to you next week. See you next time. Bye. Bye. Our theme music is provided by Phil Smith.